I wish you all could see play performed live. The symphony orchestra is, for me, an instrument that needs to be experienced live. It is a medium as much about human energy as it is about sound. As much about watching choices being made and thoughts exchanged and feats of physical coordination performed as it is about listening to the melodies and harmonies and rhythms that result from those actions. As its name might suggest, play is an exploration of the many ways that people in an orchestra can play with, against, or apart from one another. I'm reading from the program notes for the music that we just heard, Movement 1 of Play by Andrew Norman, a kinetic, I would say wildly kinetic, even frenetic orchestra piece performed here by the Boston Modern Orchestra Project led by Gil Rose. They also commissioned the piece. I also think the name refers to video games. The movements are called Level 1, Level 2, Level 3, and Andrew Norman has an extensive background writing video game music, so it doesn't seem like it takes Sherlock Holmes to deduce that he's also referring to video games. We're going to hear Level 3 later on in the program, and we're going to hear from the composer himself because Andrew Norman is my guest on the program today. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Like I said, I'm going to play Level 3 from Play a little bit later in the program, but first I want to play some of a brand new orchestra piece called Switch. This is a brand new recording. I mean, hot off the presses. I haven't I haven't even like heard the final final, so... Oh, um, cool. I was... Uh, Driving around all day with it. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure it's good driving music. <laughs> <laughs> well, it led to some erratic driving, but, you know, uh, that's, that's my style anyway. So, <laughs> oh, Well, as long as everyone stays safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Switch first. I mean, it's really fresh in my mind, having listened to it several times today. And, uh, I mean, it's one long movement, but unless I'm mistaken, it sounds like it's in at least three sections. Uh, tell me just a little bit about the structure of the piece. Uh, the structure of this piece is a little bit unusual. Um, it is one single span of time, and I, I think a lot very structurally and sort of plan a lot about large-scale forms when I'm thinking about a piece like this. And um, I decided that I didn't want to write a piece with movements, but I actually thought of it as being like different channels. And so it was. I, I think of this piece as being on five or six different channels, you might say, like a television set. and. Um, each channel has its own sort of kind of music. Um, and then there, these channels are just flipped between. So there's one instrument, the, the slapstick, which is actually back in the orchestral percussion, which changes channels. And so it's like we are repeatedly being dropped into different movements. And at times this happens very, very quickly. And then other times the music is allowed to sort of expand and breathe. I thought of them as like different stories. And like, so when, when the channel is changed, it's like that story is paused. And then maybe five minutes later, uh, that story gets picked up again, sort of exactly where it left off. So I would say there's maybe, you know, there's like three or four main channels in the piece, you might say, main sort of storylines. Um, and then a few others that are, are a little bit more uh, brief, but um, they all kind of cycle and uh, there are times, particularly the cli some climactic moments where it's like changing between these different stories very, very, very rapidly. Did you think of the piece in terms of orchestration for each of these channels? I mean, there's definitely a part where there's this descending figure in the brass that comes back later in the strings. As we change channel, does that have anything to do with the instrumentation in any given section? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, one thing I tried to do with those channels is like is to give each one um, a distinct kind of orchestrational sound. I, I 
I'm not sure, you know, the extent to which this might be audible, especially on a first listening. But um, for me, I love sort of creating little universes with little rules. And like each one of these channels has a whole set of rules that govern how the sounds work and what kind of sounds are used and what Colin, as the percussionist, what his relationship is to the rest of the orchestra. And that's that's really fun for me. And then. So in the process of writing it, it was about coming up with all these different worlds um, and then figuring out what the story of each one was. So like where these ideas would go and develop and then how once I had a sense of that, like how I would intercut them to create um, the overall form. Let's hear it. This is a commission by the Utah Symphony and this is the world premiere recording. Here is Terry Fisher leading the Utah Symphony in Switch by Andrew Norman.
Best music by Andrew Norman. We heard the Utah Symphony led by Terry Fisher performing Switch. It is a large orchestra piece, a percussion concerto, in fact, in which the percussionist, in this case, Colin Curry, is kind of controlling the orchestra, not through mind control, but through the rhythms that he plays. Everything that he does has a kind of ripple effect throughout the orchestra. And as we heard Andrew talking about, this is a big part of how he thinks about orchestra music. He loves the idea of players interacting with each other. It's a very theatrical conception of treating the orchestra, and he's been known also to even add a visual element. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My guest today is Andrew Norman, a composer who's been very, very successful writing large-scale orchestral works. We're hearing two of the works on the program today, Switch and One Movement from Play. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. My guest on the program today is Andrew Norman. We heard music in the first half of the program for orchestra, a percussion concerto called Switch. Again, there was a very theatrical conception of the piece with the percussionist kind of controlling to a certain extent what the other players do. Any, any rhythm or movement that he does in his part actually has a ripple effect throughout the parts in the orchestra. This is an example of a technique that Norman has used in many of his orchestra pieces, including play. Play is almost a concerto for orchestra in this sense, in that the players have a variety of options, as it were, and each option that they choose causes a different reaction from the other players. But why am I telling you all of this when we have the composer right here? Andrew, tell us what we're going to hear in this third movement of your orchestra work, Play. Yeah, so the third movement of Play was actually, it was the first part of the piece that I actually wrote. Um, And uh, as is typical for me, I often need to know where a piece is going before I can actually write it. Uh, It was the same as is true of switch i had some fragments of of the sort of climactic end of that piece and where the things were going and then for me it's always a matter of sort of backing up one element at a time and figuring out sort of how do we get there and and what is the story that leads us to this moment and and play was was the same way and um there's a moment about uh three-fourths of the way through or maybe two-thirds of the way through the last movement this third movement of play Um, where there's a a very uh, sort of simple tune. I would say the first two-thirds of this piece is about watching this tune very, 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 very gradually form itself. And then there's this moment where every single person in the orchestra is playing the tune, but uh, in a kind of round like a kind of ecstatic version of row, row, row your boat. And it's just these intervals that are getting gradually larger. Um, so sort of expanding out and this notion of expansion was very attractive to me. But anyway, it's a simple tune based on some intervals that are getting gradually bigger. And I decided I wanted to have this climactic moment where like everyone in the orchestra was playing this thing. And then I decided that the whole last movement would be sort of each instrument's kind of journey toward that moment. Uh, so, and the, the the third movement starts in this very, very quiet, very, very silent space. Uh, there's kind of like a, a sort of apocalyptic kind of crazy section. I almost think of it as a battle at the end of the second movement in play. And these, uh, the percussionists are kind of going crazy. They've got slapsticks in that piece just like they do in Switch, and they're kind of turning people on and off.
so anyway, they kind of that that uh, they go crazy, and it's kind of like um, the world shuts down at the end of level two, and level three um, begins in this kind of sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland, you might say, of silence, and there are very, very, very small sounds uh, that start coming out of the orchestra, like little breath, little wisps of 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 not really playing from the strings and these sounds that are kind of not even real sounds, they're just sort of halfway sounds. The piece is about the musicians of the orchestra. Finally, the percussionists have kind of quit um, and it's the rest of the orchestra trying to sort of assemble themselves into something and to sort of figure out how to play together um, from this space of nothingness. So it takes a very long time for all the instruments to enter and they, there's a pulse that eventually gets going and some, some harmony gets going. So it's almost like building up a language from, from nothing. Um, and then uh, as soon as more and more instruments have entered, they start very slowly to figure out the notes of this tune. And then gradually they all find the tune from that moment to the end, there's kind of a long um, process of dying away as one by one the musicians uh, sort of exit. I mean, not literally, but they stop playing and uh, you're left with, at the very end, some solo string players who are, again, trying to figure themselves out. Um, That's the second time, too, prior to that, that you had talked about the musicians finding themselves or, or with the case of, of Colin Curry, you know, kind of on, on a quest throughout the piece. Is, is that something you think about a lot in the music that you write? Uh, yes. And I mean, the sense of being on a journey is certainly very, very important to me. The idea of music as being a sort of an experience that is a journey that is transformational. Um, and I, I mean, it's it's just a very powerful metaphor for me, the idea of, of some body of musicians or an individual sort of finding themselves or finding the thing that they've meant to be I feel like that resonates with me because I don't ideas don't just flow out of me uh I I it's very hard for me to actually come up with with the ideas and I feel like I, I go through this long process of searching for them and finding them and uh honing them and figuring out what they actually are and a lot of the time it's that process of searching which then becomes the music itself and that it's a very natural way for me to work and it, it once I figured out that my music could be about the process of searching um it was actually kind of very liberating I was just going to say that what you're talking about is essentially the piece is a materialization of the, the struggle the creative act oh yeah no and that's uh, several of my pieces are definitely that now and I mean I think it's something that music does particularly well <laughs> because it exists in time, you know, and it's abstract. I mean, this kind of orchestral music is very abstract. And um, it's almost like the music itself can be a picture for how I think and how I put ideas together and how I think my own brain works. Yeah, it's great. I love that. That's a great quote. Well, we open with level one of the piece play on the program today. Let's hear now level three. This is the third movement in its entirety. Here is Gil Rose to lead the Boston Modern Orchestra Project in music of Andrew Norman.
That's Gil Rose leading the Boston Modern Orchestra Project, a great B-mop. In music by Andrew Norman, we heard the third movement called Level 3 from Play. The title refers to how the players, the musicians themselves, interact with each other during the piece. That is some wild music, in my opinion, just a fun, big, crazy piece. Andrew, thanks so much for being my guest on the program today. You are very welcome. I think it was a great interview and such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network Chicago. Chicago.